So a study by the Job Description Library in 2021 claims that 2% of people who apply for a job actually get through to the interview stage. If you're one of these 2% who actually managed to get through to an interview, you need to use every tool and tip at your disposal to improve your chances of success. So with this in mind, my name is Mike Banner. This is episode four of the Leading in Tech podcast. And today I'm going to be touching on a tip around how you can interview the interviewer and use this as an opportunity to improve your chances of succeeding against other candidates. So why should you interview the interviewer? So there's three reasons which I've thought of. First one is it creates insights into the business that you're interviewing for. It makes the conversation less one-sided and also helps build rapport with the interviewer or the interview panel, which ultimately makes the conversation easier going and it feels more like a general conversation rather than an awkward transaction. So the first step would be to do your research before you even apply for the job. You need to be making sure that the business is the right one for you. So another study has proven that 78% of candidates actually struggle to find the information before an interview. Whether this means that they're not actually looking for the information or they're not looking hard enough, I'm not sure, but it's something to bear in mind. If you're applying for a role, hopefully by this point you actually know enough about the business. You're not just applying on a whim. You've actually gone out there, done a bit of research and understood exactly how long they've been around, what are their values, their mission statement, what's their technical vision, and then perform any kind of gap analysis to generate some questions that you might take to the interview process with you. So just digging into a few of these points. So understanding how long they've been around allows you to perform some kind of like risk assessment as well. So are they a startup? Have they only just started up? Have they got sort of minimal funding in terms of progressing forward, which is not obviously always an issue, but it's something to bear in mind. Or are they a more established business within the industry and the local area? Thinking around their values as well, like what is their mission statement? What do they stand for as a business? So going back to my previous podcast, which was around being able to set goals, one of the things I mentioned there was creating objectives or goals which would actually resonate with yourself. So if you're applying for a company, you obviously want to try and apply for somewhere which resonates with your own beliefs as well. So, for example, if I didn't believe in smoking, for example, I wouldn't apply for a job at a tobacco factory where ultimately I'm going to be producing some kind of artifact which would then be used to um, allow people to smoke. Uh, I know that was like a contrived example and not necessarily something related to software, but you get the, get the point. In terms of their technical vision as well, I think it's important if you're applying for a business or a job at a business, you understand like what is their technical vision, like where are they going as a business? Um, another term that is, has kind of been coined in the industry is this is like their North Star. So this can include things such as what is the technology that they're using? Like where do they see themselves going in the next five to 10 years? And ultimately this will give you an idea of what are the kind of things that I'm going to be working on? What is the, the tooling that I'm going to be using? And what kind of challenges am I going to face? So to take an example, most of the like the financial sector, or like banking sector, a lot of the older banks are generally using some of the older uh, thing, uh, languages such as like COBOL or Fortran, which are very niche languages and are generally used by that particular sector. Also, by doing your research, you're giving yourself the opportunity to perform a gap analysis. So if you've done as much reading around the business as you can, um, you can also be given the opportunity then to say, well, what are the questions that I need to, to know the answers to still? So when you go into that interview, you've got some things that you can take with you and go, OK, well, I've done research on the business. However, I wasn't able to find X, Y, Z. Can you please elaborate on them for me, please? The second thing would be come prepared with questions that you want to ask. So kind of moving on from that last point, it's fine to kind of have sort of like off the cuff questions. So these generally stem from the general conversation that you're having with the interview panel and they will naturally find their way into the mix of, of a transactional conversation. However, if there's something that you really want to know about the business or an idea that you want to talk about, then make sure you bring that with you as well. 
So by doing that pre, uh, prior research that I've just mentioned, it gives you something else that you can bring to the table and allows you to focus on the things which are important to you, things that you really want to dig into about the business and use it as an opportunity to understand as much about like the way they operate and uh, the tools and stuff that you might use, which is ultimately going to impact how uh, the job satisfaction is going to sit with you moving forward, should you get the role. And it also allows to gauge whether things actually sit right as well. So if the company talks about some really amazing culture, um, do you actually get that buzz from the interviewer? Can you kind of sense that from them? And obviously, if you do in like an on-site kind of uh, interview, which is like pretty rare these days, given like the remote nature, I know some businesses are returning more, but then it also gives you the opportunity to kind of get a feel of like how the teams interacting with each other. Are the teams isolated? Are the people like talking and conversing uh, and that kind of stuff? Point three would be to be prepared to answer questions which stem from your questions. So by asking questions, you're kind of opening up and giving the interviewer an opportunity to dig into the reasons why you might be asking certain questions. So don't just stick keywords or buzzwords down on your CV or your, your resume um, and expect them to be brushed over if you're mentioning things such as TDD, test driven development, um, or working with like certain paradigms like functional programming versus object oriented programming then be expected to answer questions on those kind of things as well. So think of some clear examples where you might have used a certain skill. It doesn't necessarily matter if this is just within like university or your boot camp or a self-learning context if you've not kind of had a previous uh, job in the industry like prior. Just be prepared to dig into a little bit of detail on these as well. And also, as I say there, if you're asking questions into, um, for example, like, do you use TDD? They might come back to you and say, okay, well, uh, like it's good that you're asking us this question. Yes, we use TDD. Can you explain how you've used it in the past and what are the benefits? So be aware that these things might come back on you. So if you're asking questions, yeah, bear that in mind. Number four would be to use the chance to gather more detailed information on some of the hidden details of the business. So the interview, the whole process there, like it's often kind of seen as like a, a one-way kind of thing. So you're applying for the business and they're there to ask you a load of questions as the candidate you're expected to kind of give all the right answers to tick the boxes to say yes i am the right person please hire me but what i'm trying to say today is that is a perfect opportunity for you to have this like bi-directional conversation and get as much information from the interviewer as you can so by asking for more information or picking up on some of the hidden details you can dig into things such as like career progression pathways like what are the potential doors that I can unlock by getting a job in this company? Where can I see myself in the next few years? And what is the support that I'm going to, to get from people within the business in order to achieve my goals? You can also get a sense of the internal culture as well. So by asking certain questions, you can really dig into like, what is the working culture like? What is a typical day? Uh, and what will that mean for me moving forwards? And off the back of that as well, you can look at like ways of working, like what is the process? What is the team makeup? And how is that going to uh, allow me to um, improve the way I work, the knowledge that I'm going to gain, etc, etc. Five is to listen carefully to the answers. I know this kind of seems uh, like a ridiculous point to say, but in like an interview environment under nerves and under pressure, you can often ask questions just purely to come across as being inquisitive, to, to make sure that you're, you're kind of coming across as interested in the role and you want to know more about the company. But don't just ask questions for the sake of it, ensure that they're actually meaningful to you. So if you're asking those questions, they've got a purpose. So as I said before, you want to know as much information about the company as you can to obviously make an informed decision of whether post-interview, should you get an offer or obviously go into the next stage, do you actually want to continue with this? So on that point, it's also fine to make notes as well. Maybe let the interviewer know that you'll be jotting things down for your own benefit so you don't look rude. So as long as they're aware that you're kind of making notes for your own, own, own purpose, then 
and that should be fine. So I guess some of the like final tips as well. So if you're in the interview process itself, so make sure you arrive early. This means that you kind of not panic into the interview. Uh, I guess it can even apply to people who do like remote job interviews as well, because you still got to give time to connect to the call, make sure the technical setup is correct in terms of like audio, video, and that kind of thing. Make sure you take breaths. Uh, so I'm one of these people who can like easily like start speaking too fast. Don't give myself time to calm down and like really give myself an opportunity to think about what I'm going to speak. Um, you can also look at having a drink as well because this presents the opportunity to have natural pauses in your speech. So if you struggle like me to find an opportunity to pause because that silence feels awkward, having a drink gives you an opportunity to maybe think about the question in hand, clear your throat so you can come back and give like a valid answer. Also seek the opportunity to get questions rephrased if needed. So if you really genuinely don't understand what the interviewer is trying to ask of you, don't be ashamed in asking for a different way of the, the question to be put to you. Because this gives you an opportunity to make sure you can get across all of your points and experience in the best way possible and not just a case of trying to answer it and, and, and pretend to understand what they're asking. And be honest if you don't know. So as a, a hiring manager myself, if I'm doing an interview with somebody, I'd rather somebody say, I literally don't know the answer to that question, I've got no experience. And then I can gauge exactly where I need to go with my next question. So if I ask them around a particular technical term that they've never heard of before and they said they don't know it, I can maybe rephrase it and say, oh, it is this. And they go, oh, OK, I understand what that means now. I've, I've had certain experience using this, but I've never known that it was called that particular thing, if that makes sense. So being honest can often open up more doors for discussion and also presents the, the fact that there's, there's areas that you can learn because at the end of the day, nobody can know everything. So when you're in that interview process, being honest, it allows the, the company to understand, OK, well, we've got somebody who's probably lacking in a certain number of skills, but fundamentally everything else that they've covered during the interview process is spot on. So, yeah, that skill gap is not necessarily a problem and they're open and honest and transparent about this fact because there's probably nothing worse than being accepted into a job on the premise that you said you've done X, Y, Z and then on day one you're expected to actually do X, Y, Z but then you know you can't. So, I guess, telling porcupines is not the way to go. So just be honest in the interview process and avoid setting yourself up for, for failure further down the line. So yeah, this was a, a relatively short podcast today, so I just wanted to cover off a few tips. Um, so this is actually a talk that I've done to junior and aspiring developers in the past, and uh, I've had like pretty good feedback on on some of these tips. Um, this is part of a kind of like a, an interview series or sort of getting to know the business series. So I'm going to do another podcast around understanding a or understanding how to recognise like a good culture within the business. So if you have any feedback on the things that you've heard today, whether you've maybe used some of these techniques and, and uh, been able to see that they actually work well, please let me know. I'd love to hear kind of your, your war stories around interviews. Alternatively, if you can think of anything else which kind of would supplement the things that I've mentioned today or you fundamentally disagree with anything I've said today, I'd love to hear it too and the reasons why. So please do reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, and yeah, thank you for listening and tune in next time.